This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. Together, we're navigating modern dating alongside experts and real-life daters who are sharing their stories. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Come learn, laugh, and maybe even cry along with us as we navigate the dating scene together. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. We are here on the couch with Tess Tregellis. Tess, welcome to Seeing Other People. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's been a long day. I'm so excited to have you here. You are a comedian. You are a hopeless romantic in New York City. Mm -hmm. Very relatable. Yep. I'm living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) What is it like, in your words, being a hopeless romantic in New York City? Um, I my like mantra for being a hopeless romantic right now is um, it's not looking for anything casual. I'm looking for things that are epic. So like that's my whole thing. I'm I don't want to go and like like even getting a drink or get, getting a coffee like you can still make those things like special and epic. It doesn't have to be like skydiving, but I'm looking for like epic romance. What would that epic coffee date be like? <laughs> oh my it, it could be the little it's like the little things. You know yeah. when like someone says, "I want to take you." Like someone asked me recently if I wanted to go for a walk and I was like, "No." I don't want to go for a walk, but if you say like, hey, 
I want to take you to three of the best coffee places and we're going to rate each coffee mm-hmm. and whichever one's your favorite we'll go back on our second date I don't know make it yeah. make it like let's get some like creative writing on these dating apps you know you can make little things epic so that's what I'm, I'm going for right now are you hoping for epic first dates or no. epic later on all all I'm an epic person like okay. I'm gonna bring I'm gonna match your energy yeah and if you don't match my energy what are we doing right you know are you ever suggesting epic dates or you want them to suggest the dates oh no I suggest epic su- dates. okay for sure yeah okay yeah I don't I, I love a plan I love yeah. planning me too um I love control yeah <laughs> I think that's more of what it is but yeah do you feel do you ever feel like you suggesting a date is a turnoff because I feel like there's a lot mm. on the internet and a lot on social media about like the guy should always plan the date. The guy should ask you out. The guy should do this, that, and the other thing. And I, here's the thing, like if that's what somebody wants, like that's what somebody wants, but I never want women to feel like they can't do something. Oh yeah. I, I love planning. I yeah. like planning dates for people I like. Mm. Like I don't want to, I don't want to plan something that I don't know. I think if, when you like someone, you want them to feel special. And like, yeah, that's part of my love language is to be like, hey, like we can make this little moment special. Um, and if it's not a match, I think that's also fine, too. Yeah. But it's vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there and like, I get it. But um, yeah, I think I also never want to feel like a burden. So sometimes that's one of my like big fears. Sometimes if a guy's planning a date and I can tell it, it's like a, like a thing, it's like the, the, no I don't want you to stress like it's not it's not fun to like stress about what restaurant you're gonna pick like I don't know are you a people pleaser oh a hundred percent a hundred percent welcome to the club yeah like chronically yeah people pleasers anonymous and hopeless romantic so like I'm just it's really it's hard for me to set boundaries yeah so that's like my my 2024 (laughs) it's just boundaries I'm just gonna be like no no and not in like a rude way just in like a self-preservation way no I think that's smart and I think sometimes we have to learn to do that even if it's hard and I feel like I I would have saved myself so much pain had I learned to do that sooner Mm -hmm. yeah even and I think it was I was so hopeful that was like the thing where I'd meet these people and like there would be like a spark and I'd be like you know, he said this thing, but I I think, I think this could happen. And sometimes you have to be like, no, like it was not the way I was like contorting it in my mind, which I think can be helpful for, you know, like having a positive mindset. And it got me through a lot of like kind of bad dates because it was funny or like hopeful. And then looking back, I was like, that was just, that he was just mean and, or I was disrespected. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, oh, now, years later, I'm now upset. Right. But in the moment, I was like, <laughs> he likes me. He's talking to me. Like, and in the oh. moment, you're like, well, we, I haven't, it's been our, we've had four dates now, but I haven't heard from him in five days. But on our second date, he talked about going to a baseball game in yeah. a few weeks. So I'm going to hear from him. We're yeah. still going to be okay. Yeah. And <laughs> I just have to be like, yeah, it's so, it's so that of like your little spiral. I'd plan, I, I, I'm a very imaginative person. So mm. I'll plan our whole life yeah. together. <laughs> Before our date. Yeah. Like, I'll name the kids. Like, yep. 
oh you ski oh wait, maybe on christmas we could go on a ski trip <laughs> what i haven't i haven't met him but i like plan it looking at like the places that they've skied at being yep. like oh i can't wait to go to aspen with them yeah like and next I february i don't we'll even like skiing that much i'm just like sure whatever yeah. no i was the queen of as soon as we would match and i would get their last name i would try their last name on for size oh yeah no you yeah. have to yeah um wait what's your last name again done Done. It will be Solomon. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I just have the alliteration test Tregellis. I'm yeah. like, I can't lose mm. that. I can't lose it. It's but tough. Yeah. Um, so I'm still hopeful, but I still want romance. Like I think dating has become very um, transactional. Yeah. And I'm, I still think there's t- an element of romance should be there that I lost. Do you think being a hopeless romantic ever puts you at a disadvantage in dating? Yeah. Um, I think people can take advantage of it for sure. Um, but I also, I don't know. It's just part of who I am. Yeah. I don't, I just, that's like, I don't want to apologize for how I want to be treated. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I don't, I think when it's the right match too, anything can be romantic, you know? And I think that's like, the part that I was missing where I was like, well, he needs to make the reservation. He needs to do this. But if someone is charming and you have a connection, you can sit on a park bench and talk for five hours and it's the best day of your life. You know, I'm a hopeless romantic, but like my career has been my romance for so long. Like comedy Mm. has been my longest relationship, which is also toxic. And I have a toxic relationship with that. Yeah. But I don't know when I meet people, especially as like a self-preservation thing, I'm like, how can I work with you? Right. And I don't think about romance. It kind of has to sneak up on me in a way. Yeah. No, I think that's a good thing though because I feel like for, I used to work in the music industry. Mm. I've lived like five lives (laughs) in the last 10 years. Um, But I only wanted to date guys who worked in music because I was like, well, we get each other on a different level. Yeah. So I actually think that that's such a healthier approach of uh, when you meet people in your industry to be thinking about work. And then mm-hmm. if a connection develops, a connection develops, but you're not like pining for it. Right. And I think the the thing that I've come into sh- kind of trouble with is having someone reach out and present it as like a business thing or a collab. Mm-hmm. And then they'll like ask me out and I'll be like, no, <laughs> like, honey, no, this is not. Now it just, it's, it's different. And yeah. I, I don't know. I think, um, but I think I also know I've set myself up with so many rules, like I'll never do this. And then I break all of them and I'm just yep. like, all right, well, <laughs> <laughs> that is how it goes. Yeah. How are you able to tell if someone's asking you to get coffee or a drink or a meal in mm. a friend way or a business way? Sorry, in a date way or a business way? I can't. So I just say, I, I've just started saying it where I'm like, I'd love to meet. Just to let you know, um, I see this as like a business, a uh, very platonic relationship. I hope mm. that's okay with you. And some guys have been like, oh, I actually was kind of hoping for a date. And then they cancel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Or or I actually had one and he became a friend, which is fine. You know? I love that. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's great. I think it's amazing that you're being upfront about it because otherwise, why waste your time or their time? And I was getting so anxious like, yeah. the whole time. and. I went on a date with someone and halfway through they were like, is this a date? And I was like, I don't know. Do you want it to yeah, be? Right. Like, <laughs> you, like, so I just was like, it'll make me less anxious if I know going in what my intentions, if they know what my intentions are and I know what their intentions are, then like, it's just, it's so much more relaxing. Yeah. And you can connect and you're not thinking about like, 
wait, I'm confused. Is he going to kiss me? Why is he touching my leg so much? Wait, mm-hmm. does he think this is idle? And then it's just weird. And if they're touching your leg and it's not a date, run. Run, run, <laughs> run, run, run. Sprint. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get a lot of arm touches. Ah, interesting. Yeah. How um, do you feel about arm touches? I, I'm, I can be pretty touchy um, after I've met someone yeah. enough times or some something's funny and I want them to know. I'll go, oh my God, that's so funny. Touch their arm. But yeah. You don't need to touch anybody. No. Boundaries. Like, boundaries. You don't need to do that. 2024 boundaries. 2024 boundaries. boundaries. Yes. Speaking of funny, mm-hmm. what is it like dating as a comedian? Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. 
That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Oh my God. It's interesting. I, I feel like it's, um, I sometimes I feel a bit split because I'm like, there's like the stage version of me mm-hmm. in a way that's funny. But then there's also like the very insecure, <laughs> like, please like me girl, mm-hmm. like little girl inside. You know what I mean? I hate, that sounded weird. Um, the little girl <laughs> inside of me. That, I, get it. I, did, get like, it. I, I like hated little that I said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I felt like, I was um, kind of hiding it or like ashamed of it. And I think once I got over where I was just like, this is kind of me. And I dated someone who was very similar in that of just like, this is kind of my deal. And I adapted to that. And like, it didn't work out, but it was nice that they were just kind of like, this is kind of the situation I'm at. You can sign on or sign off. Like, it's really up to you. And so I've tried to approach it with that where it's like, all my stuff's online. You can see it. Like, if that's a red flag, you don't have to date me. Yeah, you're but not also, my guy. But also, I get a lot of, like, um, things that wouldn't sound condescending but are. Like, I've had a lot of guys be like, oh, well, don't put me in your content, stuff like that. And I'm like, you're not the star. Like, I'm the star. It's not about you. My content will, is never about you. It's my perception of you. It's about me. It's mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like... I had another guy be like, um, are you scared I'd be funnier than you in stand-up? I'm like, no. No, you're not a stand-up comedian. No, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, tell me a joke. I mean, there's a lot of stuff where I kind of have to like jokingly be like, fuck off. Yeah. But um, the people who respect it and really respect it. Like I've had people be like, oh, you're pretty funny. And I'm like, that's so condescending yeah <laughs> like i had someone go you're actually pretty funny and i was like you're actually really condescending like, yeah I like don't, don't act like, surprised yeah so yeah there are a lot of or you know or like are you gonna roast me and i was like i just want to be nice to you like right. yeah like i like having like witty yeah. banter but like i don't want to be mean i don't want to like i you know what would someone showing respect look like i mean it's it's a career i feel yeah. like someone um like understanding that it's a job and like talking about how they feel about it I feel like a lot of guys don't talk about their feelings yeah so it was a lot of um oh yeah it's like cool that you do that but then I'd be like oh I have a show and they'd like oh well um we're gonna get drinks with so-and-so can't you cancel the show and I'm like no I can't like no what and and some you don't get paid a lot so it's like it's more of the like this is something I actively have to work on and um yeah and I, I feel like for a long time I was just really guarded where I was like this is like my thing and my job and my um, <laughs> bless you and my my baby and yeah. like I it was precious and if someone like joked about and it's so vulnerable too like yeah. someone's watching you do stand up I had a lot of people I'm like yeah sure come come to my show that's great but it's different it's very different it's also it takes a lot of strength of bravery to go do that not to mention like you're doing it on top of your job already Mm -hmm. on top of all of the content you're making already like you have to have so much passion and drive and for somebody to 
dismiss that yeah and not be like that is fucking awesome that you're putting yourself out there in this way that you're making people laugh yeah making people's days better and brighter like that I feel like any other response is just like not it's I just think not it's it. a power thing where like it, they want to like bring me down a bit and that was never like fun yeah or like um they or, or a lot of times they think because I'm a comedian I'm around like people saying crazy things they think they can say crazy things to me and I'm like that's not how this works um but the I think the most respected I felt was when you I don't feel like I have to perform because I feel like I'm performing all the time even in my life like that was a big kind of like moment for me where I was like I don't need to put on a show on a date it's not my job to entertain you I'm not working right now I just want to like feel like myself and I don't want to feel like I have to yeah entertain you people please you really and so I think um the people who I can really just be like still with and like really myself which is you know talking about things that I'm not confident in um was a big was a big moment for me versus just being like everything's funny it's like sometimes I get sad you know yeah no that's a huge shift and I think that's important for anyone to kind of start doing in their dating journey I think we all will walk into our dates with our like famous first date stories that 27 people have already heard Uh this year and instead of that you need to just be having a conversation with a friend yeah you know and just peeling back the layers almost like I remember like when I worked in one of the companies I worked at like I had my like badge that I had to like take off at the end of the day when Mm -hmm. I left or like swipe out of the place like you almost got to like put that badge away. Yeah, that's yeah. And I, I could hear myself turning into the perfect date version of Tess. Yep. Oh, my God. Tell me more about your like, who is that Holy girl? Shit, yeah, it's terrifying. And I could hear her. Yeah. And I'd be like, get out. This is yeah. not how you talk. Yeah. Like, I'm so goofy and animated. And I could feel myself becoming the rom-com version of myself that would make them fall in love with me. But that's Do you I mean. think people get a false impression of you if they watch your content before going on a date with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think they expect me to be like, I mean, I'm very animated. I'm very fun, but I've been learning to be like, not everybody deserves the best version of yourself all Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Um, And to kind of meet people where they're at. And I also love like very deep, intellectual conversations like that's such a turn on for me mm-hmm. and so if I'm so like bitty on a date yeah it's almost like if I start no this is my tell if I start doing stand-up like one of my stand-up shticks on a date I'm like it's done like I love the dates where you know we're talking about like I don't I don't know just like it could be anything other than it could be funny but it's more like intellectual stimu- intellectually stimulating mm-hmm. witty banter kind of stuff yeah No, that makes a lot of sense. I want to hear about the wedding dress. Oh, my God. Situation. Ah, Because that's how I first found you. I know. I know. And I'm I don't I'm so I don't know what took so long. I don't for for me to find you. But thank God I did. The video blew up. Um, It was me and my friend Nathaniel. And they were like they knew I had a wedding dress, which I bought on Amazon for $80. Why? Because I was doing this rom-com thing and we were going to do a hot girl walk with this um, social club, Lime Social Club, and we were going to walk the West Side Highway 27 dresses theme, hot girl walk 27 dresses. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get a wedding dress. So I just like buy a wedding dress online. What's funny is when I hear 27 dresses themed, 
Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of bridesmaids where she poops in the middle of the street. That's oh. what I'm thinking. I'm like, how do you do a hot girl walk pooping in the middle of the no, street? No, no, no. But no. I see. I yes, yeah, with so all we the were, dresses. Yeah. So everyone wore <laughs> mixing up the rom coms. So fun. We were all wore bridesmaids dresses, and I wore my wedding dress and I ran after guys on the I'd be like don't run from commitment everyone's laughing it was just such a funny day and I, the day before actually I went on a date with someone they're like what are you doing tomorrow and I was like I'm running down the <laughs> west side of and he was like oh I might be running there I was like well if you want to like run and come up and give me a smooch that'd be great you know and he was like I'm not that type of guy and I was like this isn't gonna work out um but it was so fun and then I was telling my friend and they were like, oh, we got to do a video. And we just picked a day and had three other camera ops, which was so lucky. We were going to have two. And then a friend jumped in and people were just like jumping in. And we wrote the concept that day, like on the oh way to the God. park. And we're just running through the park, screaming. People thought it was real. People started clapping when they knew we were breaking. And it was best day of my life like I was in a wedding dress I was performing I was doing something epic um I looked good I got my steps in yep. I made Nathaniel is so talented we had so much footage and they edited the whole thing and it was insane um but yeah and then we posted it and it blew up it all rightfully so as it should it was insane I mean it's still it's still going but it's incredible um, it's very fu it's funny because I think it's very it's epic of course but um, and the visuals are epic, but the, um, the, everything you're saying yeah, the, is so funny. It's also so real yes. where it's like, I think very real to me where, I, you know, I don't know if you know the attachment styles, but yes. the big thing for me in yep. 2023 was like learning about how I, I was like, I'm anxious, I'm avoidant, and I'm very secure in that, that I'm both of those things. You're secure in the fact that yes. you're anxious and avoidant. Yes, I I'm love 100 it. percent secure in that. Yeah, I was like, why do I always run from something that's perfect? Like, I've dated people. I was like, you are perfect on paper. It's like, you check all these boxes, but, like, there's something that's not right. And maybe it was, like, a, a me thing, but maybe it wasn't. And yeah. who knows? But I think it was so real where it's like, you're too perfect. And that's scary. Having something that's, like, fits is scary because you could lose it. Yep. You could, um, when something's precious, it makes it even more scary. Um, and commitment is even more scary when it's something that's so precious. Um, and it was just funny. It was fu funny lines and it, it was, was so, so silly. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across, and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. It was the perfect spot in Central Park where you did too by the fountain. I did my engagement photo shoot there in September and there were like seven other couples where like the girl was wearing like a white dress. And so it was just the most perfect. Like I could picture it. It was. Yeah. And uh, people really believed it was real. Yeah. And also nobody really said anything like because I think once they saw me break character, but it's New York, like no one people like, oh, I don't know. It's New York City. And I think that's what's so great about being a homeless romantic in New York is because some of these like things really happen. And that's what I'm interested in exploring is like you see the rom-coms, you see the movies and you're like, that would never. And then you're kind of like, but it kind of does. They're all based on something. Yeah, You talk to people and you're like, oh, wow. Like that's an epic romance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love those stories and I, it was so fun to be able to play. Um, and it's not real. I know it's not real, but I feel so beautiful in that dress. I, I mean, you're getting, you're actually getting married, but if like if I could recommend to any single girl like buy yourself a wedding dress like have a day from Amazon from Amazon have yourself a day I just bought fake uh, engagement rings as a bit it's a bit but it's it's all it's fantasy and it's fun and it's playful and like um when I ran down the west side highway I went up to some guy and I was like you single and he was like yeah and I was like so should we go out and he was like actually and I was like sure and we went on a date we went on a date I love that and it wasn't a bit it was it it was nice but it wasn't a fit but it was like you you try yeah, you I'm never so- know like imagine you could meet somebody that way and when people say you got to put yourself out there i i'm doing it <laughs> you know and i'm like this is it i'm gonna you know i i need to look at someone in the face and be like yeah i'm gonna put on a wedding dress and run down the west side highway on saturday and they're gonna go okay have fun yeah like, that's it and it's like cool <laughs> buy yourself a wedding dress yeah. get an engagement ring <laughs> live your yeah fantasy. you want someone who'll be like yeah that's amazing yeah like yeah. i just think you can live your fantasy any day and that's yeah. what people like I don't think you should like exploit it, but you know, like if you want to 
feel like a bride, put on a dress. Why not? Know. Play pretend. Why not? It's, it's just fun. It's, we're all entitled to that, right? Exactly. What are some either really amazing or really horrible dates that you've been on? Oh, my God. Amazingly epic or horribly epic? Epically horrible. Epically horrible. I've, oh, my God. Um, okay. The amazingly epic one. I went out with um, – we met at like a music festival – or not uh, like a music thing. And yeah. I performed and he performed and we were like talking after – and we hung out a couple times and then we hung out alone and I was I was like, is this a date? I don't know. Anyway, that day I was wearing all white um, and it was on the West Side Highway. I find love on the West Side Highway. You guys. In all white. I don't know. And all white again. <laughs> and I'm on the West Side Highway and I pass this party and there are all these people in white. And I was like, oh, my God. So I see him. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, there's a party there. I'm dressed in all white. And it looked like I was part of the party. Yeah. And he was like, let's see if we can go get on that boat. And I was Shut like, up. okay. So we go. And he was like, yeah, just like, let's just see what happens. We walk up. And the guy is like, uh, do you have tickets? And we're like, no, we don't. But um, we're just wondering if we can go on the boat. And he's like, no, you can't. You can't go on the boat. And this guy behind us is like, oh, I have extra tickets. You guys can go on. Oh, my God. And we were I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're getting on we're, this boat. We're doing it. And we don't know on. where this boat is going. This we don't is, know. I met this guy maybe like two days. Like two, I met him two times before. So I like how big him. of a boat. Like where's it? Were there 20 people or 200? It wasn't 200, but it was a big boat. It was one like what like the city line boat. OK, but um, we, we are literally standing on the boat. And I start, we're sitting there and it's rocking and I started feeling like really seasick. And I kind of looked at him and I was like, in all white and all white. I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, okay, like, do you want to, we can stay on, we can get off. Like, it really doesn't matter. And I was like, I don't know. I'm getting stressed. I I don't know what I, I literally, like, I started feeling sick and then I started feeling like so anxious where I was like, so I go to the conductor, whoever's working the boat. And I was like, how long are we going to be on here? And he was like, like three hours. And I was like, oh, my God. Get so me off I now. literally, I looked and I was like, we have to get off this boat. <laughs> and so we get off the boat. And I literally, we were laughing. And I was like, oh, we should have stayed on the boat. That was so stupid. Like, but I, in reflection, I was like, I literally jumped ship. Like, yeah. I was so scared of committing to even three hours with someone that I literally jumped ship. And it was a funny, like moment and in time but i was like that is just a crazy thing that happened and i you know he was like let's do this and i said hell yes and he said hell yes and then and i then was like, like no! i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but it was really fun and we're still friends so that's good did um, you end up going out with him again after yeah that? we um we saw each other but then it it got complicated and yeah. you know so As it does. but we still are friends we still okay. support each other and hang Love out that. but epic um yeah there've been i you know, I used to like fall in love with people so fast. Like three days, I'd be like, I love you. Oh, <laughs> I'd like, be that on day one. <laughs> I'm like, I, what's going on? Yeah. Um, a bad one. I've had, I've had a lot of bad. I walked out on a date, which I was really, I feel very, very proud of myself. Um, basically, like I used to go on coffee walks. So I take them to my favorite spot. It's like sweet. Like this is my mm-hmm. favorite spot. Like I love it around here. I show them around like where kind of where I live. I'm like, oh, this is a cute little like furniture place. Like, you know, I yeah. woo them, I guess. And um, yeah, he started just like it wasn't a fit. And I was like, what am I doing? And then he was like, do you like going on walk dates? I was like, yeah, I really like them. I think it opens the conversation. It gets like 
you know, people relaxed um, and you don't just like have to sit and stare at the person. Right. There's third objects. There's right. other things to talk about, of to course. explore. And, and I, I like moving. I don't like to be seated. Um, this is lovely. But Sorry. usually I don't like to be like, <laughs> especially if I'm nervous, like I don't want to totally do that. Um, but at one point he was like, oh, you would you ever run on a date? And I was like, no, I wouldn't want to get sweaty. That wouldn't be fun. And he goes, oh, you don't want to get sweaty on a date? And I go, not the first one. And he goes, I'm kidding like that. And I was just like, you know what? This isn't a match. You and, said that? Yep. And I said, we did a little loop and I think I'm going to go. And it felt and I gave him a little half ass hug yep. and I turned around and the coffee that he bought me that was like three dollars. I looked and I just Shut threw up. it in the trash and I walked away. I don't know if he saw me throw it in the trash. I don't oh care. My. Did you like, was it an aggressive like Kind of. I, yeah. I walked like a block and then I was like, I don't want this coffee. I love it. But like, it reminds me of, but I could feel my throat like closing up yeah. at like, I have to laugh at that. And I was like, yeah, no, it was like I a don't. visceral reaction. I was like, I don't have to give you any more of my time. And yeah. like, I, if the whole thing is like, you want them to feel comfortable and like, that's what I'm looking for is for someone to like, be thinking of me oh do, do you want to sit here are you comfortable right. do, would you want to go for you know you almost like, want to forget that you're on a date when yeah, you're on a date yeah because then it'll just feel like second nature like oh this feels normal and I feel like myself that I'm not overthinking yeah or thinking yeah and I also I love um wordplay and I love like I don't love texting, but like that banter is really fun. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes I was finding the funny and not the real. And I yeah. was like, oh, this is this is a funny date story. But what really is happening is that um, he was rude or, um, he, you know, like trying to talk. I don't know. Talk about sex in like a very uncomfortable way. I don't know you yeah. like. Yeah, there's certain things where I was like, you don't I don't have to use my comedy as a defense mechanism. I can just say this is not a match. It's done. Do you think you've been able to like actively make changes like that since picking up on this? Yeah, I think it's um, releasing this the need for me to always be funny and people please, but also like really asking myself if I did I enjoy that date. Mm-hmm. Do I like you or do I just like that you really like me? And that's ding, a ding, big ding. one. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Nine out of ten times, it's it's, just, we just like the attention. I just like the attention. I love attention. But that's why I think I love comedy is because right. I was getting that attention. I was like, I don't need a guy to give me attention. And then the guy will give me attention. I'm like, oh, my God. He likes me. He's giving me attention. And I like, we'll do anything for that. Yep. Um, so I think in, in that way, sometimes people um, – get lost in it and it's okay to get a little lost in in that i think it's refreshing yeah i agree i don't think it's a bad thing to be like wow i really put my all and my heart into that and it wasn't what i thought it was no but i think there's so much to learn from that experience and you know i hate when people say like oh it was a waste of time or like well we dated for a year and it didn't go anywhere like you still learn so much and I think it's such a beautiful thing that we're able to have feelings for somebody else in that yeah. way that like that should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it didn't turn into forever, but we still had this incredible year together or we still went on six amazing dates and that was a positive experience and that's a win in itself. Yeah, and I was I was getting lost in the, he has to be this and this and do this and have this and da-da-da and check, check, check. And I was missing the like being present I was was thinking too much in the future or or reminiscing about past people or whatever um and I think being able to like realize where I'm at just to be like 
this is where I'm at. Oh my god, how to how to do nothing? I'm reading that right now. Sorry, I had a little oh. ADD moment. Wait, how is it? Because it's been sitting there. Oh, I've been doing nothing in, with, in, in with it. it. It's yes. great. Um, it's really helping with like social media anxiety and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and it's all about um your um attention to what's it called attention economy so like because mm, you only what, have so much to give where is it going right, right. where and could it be used a great better? example yeah. with like your attention with a person like I can if I get I realize something oh this was a big breakthrough for me and hopefully it's relatable to other people but I was like I'm an anxious avoidant and then what I realized was I I get avoidant because I'm so scared of being anxious mm. it was I was like oh my because I hate the feeling of like Wait, wait, wait. Love me. Pick me. Uh, da, da. I hate that So feeling. you're trying to nip it in the bud before I can even get there, before you can develop feelings. Right. And I'm like, if I like you, then I'm going to go even crazier. Yeah. And I don't know if you can handle my, like, anxious self. Avoidant self. Like, you can't even handle your I anxious can't. self. I can't. Yeah. I get crazy. And that attention to where's my attention. Like, if I'm with someone, I want my full attention on them. Um and I want their full attention on me. And like if a guy was like, hey, I'm sorry, I can't see you on Thursday. I was like, great, because I don't want to be sitting at a restaurant and you checking your phone. And yeah. I don't want to feel like that. Hey, I'm a little anxious about X, Y, Z. Um, and it has nothing to do with you um, or what was it? It had nothing to do with me. But I was so scared of being anxious. I hate that feeling. Um, but it, it, it was a real, I was like, oh my God, this is a real breakthrough for me. No, that really is. I mean, I remember the second a date would end, like literally the split second it would end, I'd be like, oh shit. If I liked them. Oh. Because I was like, I know what the next like 24 hours, 72 hours, 24 weeks, like whatever, however long this goes, I know, I know what I'm going to do. I know what my brain's going to do and it's going to be absolutely miserable right and I think what comedy did for me that I still am working on is like if you're in a room and something happens you just acknowledge it and move on yeah and I wasn't doing that in real life where it's like okay something you said bothered me oh I'll just bury that down make a joke of it and then it'll be solved versus mm -hmm. just being like I think that's wrong or yeah. I, I don't like the way you said that or whatever um the sooner you actually approach the subject or like I feel like we build things up in our heads so much where sometimes they could literally be a 20 second conversation and the littlest deal in the world. But we turn it into the biggest deal in the world. Oh, yeah. By I, not talking about it. Yeah. It's yeah. That's so true. And I think also the longer this is why I'm like I if a guy at the end of a date is like, when can I see you? How about Wednesday? Great. Wednesday. Love it. I'm a big calendar girl. Yeah. Get on my calendar because I book myself up. I love seeing my friends and doing things and like I have shows I have things we're busy everyone's busy yep. in New York so like if you're if I'm on your calendar and you're on mine that's special and sacred um how and would it, you feel if they sent you a calendar invite I've actually requested it me too I've fully <laughs> requested Mary. put it in my calendar <laughs> yep because otherwise I won't do it and I want to block out time so I'm like oh if I get all these things done then I can be fully with you so I big on that and when if I had that calendar invite or whatever I was not stressed at all. Don't text me. I don't care. But if there wasn't a, when am I seeing you again? I was, oh my God, wait. Well, the screws go loose. Oh my God, it's crazy. Yeah. And at one point I dated a guy and, you know, I I communicated. I really, I was like, I get anxious if I don't know when I'm going to see you again. And it doesn't have to be like at three times a week or whatever. But like, I'd like to know, hey, Saturday is booked. Otherwise I'm going to book it and you're, I'm going to lose you. Yeah. And I, you also don't want to be in the back of your mind trying to keep 
a night or a day open in case. Right. And I found myself doing that. And I was yep, like, why there. am I doing this? So, yeah, I mean, and in that way, I was like, hey, I, and I just said this. I was like, look, I feel you um, distancing from me. And just so you know where I'm at, like, I feel myself pulling away. Uh, I just want to let you know if you want to, like, see me and talk about it. That's great. But, like, yeah. if you don't, I'm I'm not doing this anymore. Just wanted to, like, tell you how I feel. And I found that it helps me. And it also shows that I'm in control. And that's, like, a big thing. If, if you know, if someone goes to me, it's just, like, just send the text of, like, hey, I noticed you weren't texting me back. I felt this way. Um, I don't, like, I, I don't think we should continue. But I just wanted to let you know that, like, I noticed this. I mm. noticed you didn't text me. And then they come with this, like, oh, sorry. Like, I didn't want to, like, commit to... So I'm like, just communicate. Yeah. I, like, don't love mansplaining, but, like, man, men need to start mansplaining their feelings. Right. I know. Man, completely. Tell like, me how perfect. you feel like you're... Like, I'm five years old. Like, that's what I need. Especially with communication, because I'm not great at it. And a lot of guys would be like, I'm not good at communicating. And I'm like, okay, but try. Right. Like, exactly. Someone's being like, I'm not it's good not at communicating. It's not that hard. I know. It's not that hard. And even just, like... Yeah, even just saying like I wanna, I wanna talk about this. It's like yeah, okay, let's talk about it. Versus yeah. like, I don't know. I just it's a big thing for me. I love what you said about saying something allows you to take control of the situation mm -hmm. rather than sitting there staring at your phone, waiting and waiting and feeling so helpless. Yeah, like I'm. I couldn't agree more. I'm such a proponent for that because it. It takes two to tango. Yes. Like, and if you feel like someone might be pulling away, there's something wrong with them pulling away, but like, you deserve to know that. Yeah. And just be like, hey, I, f I feel like this is happening. Is this, am I on it? Or right. is that is that completely off? And they feel like, yeah. no, no, I do want to see you. It's like, great. Great. And I've done that too, where like, I'm like, oh, sorry, I canceled again. And then I just, I just have to be honest with myself because you don't want to hurt people. Yeah. But sometimes it's just better to hurt someone just a little bit. Um, but it also it hurts less for everyone the sooner it happens yeah that's so true but I also think it's harder to do it in person which I think is a big thing for me and what I said to this guy I was like look I'm really trying to like um, to communicate clearly how I'm feeling so that I don't put it in my stand up this is like honest it was like I don't want to like I respect you and if I feel disrespected, that's when you're going in a bit. Mm -hmm. But if I feel like you respect me and I respect you and it's like, hey, like this is where we're at. But it's yeah, it's when it's when people disrespect this guy. Go this was one of my best lines. And I just I'm so happy I said something. I got a, a someone who I guess kind of ghosted me, came back into my life with the text of like, I've been reflecting. Da, da, mm -hmm. da, da. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, like, get a coffee or something if you want to, like, talk about it, which was a bad idea. I should have just been like, no worries. Live and learn. Live and learn. But I send that text. They don't text back to me. So he ghosted me again after reaching out after to After unghosting After unghosting. I was like, Came what? back to dead. And so I texted. I said, the irony and the lack of response shows you need further reflection. Nice. It was. I was like, boom. And mic. I was like, I was like, I and immediately get a text. I was like, I, you know what? I don't, don't. There's really nothing care. left to say. But I was like, a little part of me. I was like, I want you to say it to my face. I want you to, I want you to apologize to my face. You can't just check the box and be like, you know what? I feel better. <laughs> no, you, no, you actually. That was so selfish. Yeah. Because you just did it to make yourself feel better. It wasn't about me at all. So it's just, I get. That's the time I'm like, you. It's 
and it's not just the one instance this, this is what sorry i'm now on my box do it this is what i think men don't realize is when when women have when i i'm not going to generalize with women when i have a big reaction to something that's like oh, are you kidding me like blah, 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 i get really heated about it it's not that one instance it's the 10 tens of thousands of instances mm-hmm. before the little things that build up and then you just said something and the things that i didn't realize i was offended about i am yep. fully offended about and you're the face of it and i'm so sorry but like wrong place at the wrong at the place, right time. Wrong time and i am now it now i'm trying to make a point for all the other times i couldn't or for all the other women you're gonna date because yeah th- what anyway no i love that <laughs> teachable moments yeah and people it, have done that to me and i'm yeah. like Oh, wow. I didn't know that. It's it's all we can do to try and make modern dating a little bit better for everyone. Yeah. I also think um, for the control part, like, I think if you want to see someone, you will see them. Mm-hmm. And I think to say, hey, I really want to see you on Friday. Like, everyone likes that text. Yeah. Even, if, even if you're not into it and you feel like, oh, I have to say no, it's still a little part of you that's like, oh, my God, someone wants to see me. Yeah. That's lovely. That's nice. Um. But yeah, I think boundaries and clear communication. I want to ask you one question because we're not getting to listener questions and that's okay. (laughs) But I get this question a lot and I feel like your situation could have gone in this way where somebody ghosts you or ends it and then later they come back Mm -hmm. and they decide like, okay, maybe I will give it another try. Like maybe I missed something and I want to explore this more. If that guy had unghosted you, gone on that coffee date or a coffee walk or decided to like see you again upon further reflection of wanting to see you again. And then after that, like you feel you're like, okay, like that was great. Like we're back in. And then he does it again. He ends it or ghosts you again. Yeah. I mean. Like what do you do in that situation on both sides? Like if you like someone and wanted to give them another chance, but you weren't sure like, is this fair to them? Is it fair to me, like, to even reopen yeah. that door? I feel like it's not fun to feel like you're testing someone or you're being tested. That's not, like, sexy. Yeah. Um, And I would do that. I would do that. I was, like, a, I would do things that were a little manipulative where I'd be, like, I'm going to do this and, like, see how they handle it. That was mean. That's not fun. Like, you should want them to feel good about themselves. So I feel like if someone were to come back and – say that and I felt like look I just I feel like I can't trust you and I'm always going to be waiting this is like a theme where it's like I'm always going to be waiting for you to let me down or I'm always going to wait for me to let you down or hurt you or whatever mm-hmm. and that's not fun and it happens um but I think that's I I honestly not many people come back <laughs> for <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Most people I'm like mm, bye bye or they're like bye bye. Well, whenever I hear the quote like men always come back or their lives get worse, I'm like they don't come back. Yeah, though I've and never their lives like are probably fine. Yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> and I think there's also like, you know, maybe you think about that person or whatever, and. I think you can have a fond memory of it, but I mine even my bad dates are like contorted with the comedy, so I'm always right. just like, oh, it's funny, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, there's <laughs> laugh a, it off. a little, yeah, definitely laugh it off. But there is time I think that I wasn't taking to be like, how do I feel? Yeah, and I think that's really important. So like, yeah, it's funny. I have funny date stories, but I always joke with people 
who are like, oh, if it's a bad day, it'll be in your content. And I'm like, yeah, I have enough content. You have enough content. You'd prefer a good date. I would rather just like feel good. Yeah. And like. Completely. I don't want to. I don't want to have any more bad date jokes. I have those. I'm actually still working through this. So like (laughs) you're good. Yeah. Um, just we filled nice. the bad date jokes quota yeah. for the next five years. Yeah. For, oh, my God. Ten years. Ten oh years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, Barkley has been a disaster during this recording. Thank you, Tess, for putting up with him. Of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. Last question, mm-hmm. though I feel like we could go on for literally ever. Yeah. What is the best piece of dating or relationship advice that you've ever received? Um... Oh, yeah, I knew you were going to ask me this and I had something. I feel like it's such a cliche and I, I hate that I'm in the age of like cliche starting to make sense, but they do. They do. They, you hit an It's age, really eye-opening. You hit an age where you're like, oh, I just have to like love myself first. That's it. I and get it I now. Really, I get why. I hate that I think it's, I think it's like, I think it's a little bit of attention, like putting the attention um on yourself and not on something that you can't control um and I also think being attractive has so many different layers like I feel like so many times I was worried about what I was wearing or like Mm -hmm. how I fit into my clothes like that was such a waste of time um not to get too much into like looks and because that's a whole other podcast I'm sure but like there's so many ways to be attractive and some one of the best ways is just to like be yourself and like have your little light shine so like my advice would be be yourself. If anyone dims your light, then go away. Like if you ever feel like you're shrinking yourself or like dimming the person that you are, um, that's not good. Um, if you ever feel like you're trying to dim the other person, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, yeah, take the time to um, really learn and love yourself, even the bad parts. And know the bad parts. We all have them. We all have them. And it's really, that was really eye-opening where I was like, oh, I don't like that about myself. And I don't want you to see that. So I'll just pretend like it doesn't exist. Nope. But, but it, it exists. Does. It exists. It's there. Um, yeah, that. And um, I think, yeah, be yourself. Be yourself. I hate I hate that it's so generic. <laughs> but I literally am like, oh, my God. That's it? That's all I have to do? It's like, ugh. What about you? Oh my God, no one ever throws that back to me. Oh, really? Jesus. Okay, I'll go with what I what I always say, and I've talked about this a thousand times, but it's something I learned from my mom. If you don't ask, you don't get. Oh, that's a good one. And when you're dating, we assume, we assume, we assume that we know what's going on in their mind. We assume that they can read our minds. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mind reader, are you? No. So why do we think that the people we're dating know exactly what we're thinking, what we need, what we want? Yeah. You got to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that will make any relationship work is communication. Yeah. From the start, open communication. And you have to ask for what you need. You have to tell somebody what you need mm-hmm. and give them the opportunity to show up for you. And if they can't, that's okay. Yeah. You'd rather know that sooner. Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's the expectations and knowing what's expected. Because I always yeah. think people expect so much of me or, yeah, or I expect too much of other people. Or, man, no, that's a bad way to put it. No, you don't but- expect too much. But, like, not clearly communicating. Like, I expect you to do this. And they're like, I had no idea. Right. That was a part of it. And it's like, what do you mean you had no idea? Yeah. yeah and like- you know what? Someone who is 
looking for the same thing as you, has the same shared values and goals and is aligned, it's not going to feel like an extra thing they have to do. It's just going to be like, oh, of course. Yeah. If that's what you need, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I will say that I say this with um, comedy and film and other career stuff, but I'm applying it to my life too, where it's like the dreams die. Like the dream will die. Yeah. But the vision will will stay alive that's what i'm doing i'm like you know what the dream to be married by the time i'm 24 dead it's dead you had that dream yeah oh my god when i was a kid i was like oh my god when i was 16 i was like i'll be married at 24 and i'll have three kids by the time i'm like 27 and then i'll probably move to the suburbs at like mm, i don't know 20 20 i'm like what like I, who was I? Who I was like, yeah, but by then Aspiring I'll have, child bride. Uh, but I was also like, yeah, but no then wonder I'll have you run my, around in wedding I dresses. Know, I, know. <laughs> I had this like, like I don't. I had this idea, and I was like, well, but I I got my vision, but yeah. that dream died, or and that's okay. And the like, same with relationships. Like you're like, we were gonna do this, we were gonna do this. Well, it's dead. That's fine. But you can still do those things, you, or you can still hope to do them in the future. Or, and it won't, maybe it's not with that person or a person. Or maybe you change your opinion on what you want to do. Exactly. And that's a big thing, too, where I was like, wait, I don't. And that's my whole, like, wedding bride thing. I was like, I don't think I want, I I thought I wanted this thing. And I was like, I just don't. Yeah. I just want attention. And, and I you just, figured out how to get I, it. And I got it. In other ways. <laughs> and 69 million people have seen me in a wedding dress. And I'm not married. <laughs> Wow. So the person you're going to marry has likely seen Maybe. you in a wedding dress already. Maybe. I don't find it. I, I, I don't ins- I don't want to insult anyone who wants to get married. I, I actually think it's beautiful. But I think the whole thing is very like um, it's a performance. Mm-hmm. It's a fantasy. Yeah. And I love performing and I love living in fantasy. And it's fun. It brings people together. It's about community and, and love. And you can love that. Barkley, do you have feelings on marriage and weddings that you'd like to share? Is he no? in your wedding? That is the hope. Yeah. Though, as you can tell, he's a little bit untrained yeah. <laughs> and doesn't listen. But that's always fun. Yeah. Like, when a dog or a child, like, low-key ruins the wedding. People yeah, are like, oh. I'd be so down. As long as he doesn't, like, rip my dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we got We got some work to do. You have a show coming up. I do. I have a wedding coming up. You have a wedding coming up. Yeah. So I. Who's officiating? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. Well, I am an ordained minister. Oh my god! If you need a volunteer. Oh my god! Actually, I have a little clergy badge. <gasps> oh my god! I might actually take you up on that. So my, sh- I did a spoof wedding. I did two actually. And it was the best time. I like had comedians come and like I was in my wedding dress. And this time I'm doing it's called Wedding Crashers. So everyone's going to come, come in wedding attire. Um, I'm the bride and there's everyone's going to get little cards as their role within the show. That's so like everyone's, all, everyone's a part involved. of it. Yeah. So you're like um, you could be the mother of the bride, the father of the bride. I don't oh know. Oh my God. So everyone gets a card and one card is a wedding crasher. And so my job as the bride is to like distract everybody while we figure out who the crasher is. So it's like a murder mystery. Kind of. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, And like, I think I'm still working out the show. So the last couple were like, honestly total chaos and yeah. in like the most controlled fun no, kind I love of that. way um but everyone commit to the bit at one, the end of the first one i got the whole audience to go outside and we just barged into this random bar oh my god i was like i just got married can we dance in here and i had a brass band and we're dancing i was like can we dance on the table they're like yeah people are like congratulations i was like i'm single <laughs> 
and it was so fun That's so like awesome. committing to the bit making um making your life a rom-com and having this like crazy wedding it's february 13th right before valentine's day so it's perfect for like literally anybody um who knows you could meet someone you at could. my fake wedding you could and um it's at 9 30 at caveat where's that it's in the lower i guess it's lower east side it's right cool. by um the essex f or yep. yeah 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 or by that you know that essex market amazing yeah i will be there ah, oh my link god. in the show note tickets link, yeah yeah link in the show notes yeah incredible oh my god it's gonna be That's so fun, so fun. It, yeah it's crazy i've i've had four three weddings it's yeah so that's it why it's so hard to funny. date as a comedian yeah. when i do these things i'm like yeah you can go to my wedding i've had dates come it's that's fun. all good you know what they should because that's really freaking awesome yeah, and fun and it's, different it's really crazy i love um, it and i it was a vision it was a vision incredible well you guys i will see you all at tess's wedding i hope tess where can everybody find you until then um you can follow me at tess Treg on instagram incredible yeah yay thank you yay, thank you Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own dating horror stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish-blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!